1: It's comforting to believe that every actor takes a role out of artistic integrity and a sheer love of the craft, that every time they look at a script, thoughts run through their heads about how they can make the most out of the part. There is no question that many actors are like this, Daniel Day-Lewis, for instance, who doesn't take on roles unless he knows for sure that he can do something interesting with it. Not every actor is like Day-Lewis, however, and many take roles not for the sake of artistic merit, but for other far more hilarious reasons. Whether it be for a new house, a holiday or for their kids, many of these actors were not thinking about the quality of the script when they took on these roles. I am Kirsten Rhea from World Culture and these are 10 hilarious reasons actors took on movie roles. Number 10. Al Pacino starred in Jack and Jill to try and make it better. Remember Jack and Jill, the awful Adam Sandler flick that became the first film ever to sweep the Razzies? If your answer was yes to both of these questions, then we offer our condolences. A more pertinent question, however, is what the hell was legendary actor Al Pacino doing in that train wreck? For those who have the luxury of having not seen this Sandler stinker, then it's worth explaining Pacino's role in the film, which, calling horribly embarrassing in every way, might be considered generous. In the film, Pacino plays himself as he falls in love with Sandler twin Jill, played by Sandler, in a heavy amount of makeup. Got it? Don't worry, there won't be a quiz. Pacino revealed in an interview years later that he took roles in bad films like Jack and Jill on purpose as he wanted to try and make them better, challenging himself to elevate the productions. We gotta say, Al, you should have tried harder. Number 9. Arnold Schwarzenegger starred in Terminator 3 to help his chances of becoming governor. and on Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines was troubled. The rights to the franchise were disputed for years before any studio was even able to begin development on the project. Once C2 Pictures did, they had the difficult task of convincing the original cast and crew to return. Linda Hamilton and James Cameron both refused to return, and we don't blame them. Leading man Arnold Schwarzenegger did decide to return after Cameron convinced him to do it for the money. Schwarzenegger took his friend's advice to heart and negotiated a massive $29 million pay check, along with a cut of the film's merchandise returns. It's fair to say that he was doing well for himself. But the money wasn't Schwarzenegger's only reason for taking the role. During 2002, the Austrian actor was considering a bid for Governor of California and saw Terminator 3 as the perfect opportunity to promote himself as a potential candidate. He forced the $200 million production to be shot entirely in California, despite it being far more expensive, so that he could create jobs in the state. Additionally, he gained many financial backers on the film sets that helped him become Um, governor. It worked as Schwarzenegger became governor of California shortly after the release of the film. Number eight, Kate Winslet starred in Divergence so that she could be the cool mom. Another in a long list of YA fiction that has adapted for the big screen, the Divergent series has largely faded away due to diminishing returns at the box office. Critics were never particularly kind to the series, highlighting its unoriginality and poor integration of its themes. Kate Winslet joined production on the first entry late, and had to work around being five months pregnant. Director Neil Berger had to find various ways to hide her bump during the shoot. One of these ways was to film her holding props, such as papers, in front of her stomach, effectively hiding the bump. Although this was a challenge, For the crew, it was worth it for Winslet, however, as one of the reasons that she took the role was to impress her children. Her reasoning for taking the role is that she wanted her kids to have a cool mother that they could brag about to their friends, and it seemed to work as other kids took notice. Even with the poor reviews, this one was worth it for Winslet as the adorations of her kids mattered more. Number 7. Mark Wahlberg starred in The Happening to seem smarter. M. Night Shyamalan's eco-thriller The Happening is not remembered now for its pro-environmental message, rather it's thought back on as a fantastic So Bad It's Good romp. Probably not what Shyamalan intended, but boy, if it isn't funny. One of the funniest elements of the film is Mark Wahlberg's awful performance as a science teacher called Elliot Moore, which is something both stunted and strangely emotive, just not in the right way. Everyone remembers the famous, what? No, scene. It's cinematic gold. A few years later, Wahlberg commented on his role in the film, while also admitting how terrible the final product was, calling it a really bad movie. He noted that his reasoning for starring in the film was that he wanted to take on a different kind of role than just a cop or thug. He hoped that this part in the film would help him to appear more intellectual and capable of more than just violent roles. It seemed to have had the opposite effect. Number six, Mark Wahlberg starred in Transformers, Age of Extinction, to practice raising a teenage daughter. There is no shortage of odd reasons as to why Marky Mark Wahlberg took certain roles. After starring in Michael Bay's Pain and Gain, he was excited to take another role under the director's wings. He wasn't entirely convinced he wanted to do a Transformers film, however, as they demanded a great deal of commitment and a lot of running around. Wahlberg's opinion changed when Bay presented him with the idea of playing a father of a teenage daughter. This appealed to him as he had a young girl at the time. Marky Mark then saw this as an opportunity to prep for when his daughter grew up to be a teenager, considering the role training. It was also suitable as Transformers was a film that he could really take his kids to see. For one of the first times in his career, his latest film wasn't a horribly violent crime narrative. If the Transformers were human though, it would be a hard R. Number 5. Sigourney Weaver starred in Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection to stop Alien vs Predator as many know, Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection aren't exactly the pinnacle of the series. Looking back, Alien 3 isn't as bad as many original believed it to be, with the assembly cut being pretty solid. Alien Resurrection is a different story altogether, a wonky script that can't quite stick to one tone, along with over stylized direction that feels like an attempt to imitate the Matrix, leaves the whole film somewhat lacking. Its existence itself is hard enough to justify, let alone why it looks like a crap Matrix knockoff. Many might wonder why Ripley actor Sigourney Weaver chose to star in the films. Well, aside from some hefty paychecks, she was paid a staggering $11 million for Resurrection, Weaver had other reasons for returning for the sequels. According to reports, Fox began to work on an Alien vs. Predator adaptation back in 1991, but the production was halted to work on the Alien sequels. As it turns out, Weaver had a major role to play in this as she agreed to star in the two Alien sequels, hoping that they would stop work on Alien vs. Predator. She described the idea of an AVP film as awful. Well, She wasn't wrong. Number four, Harrison Ford starred in Star Wars The Force Awakens because they finally killed him off. Harrison Ford is known for not being particularly fond of Star Wars. The Han Solo actor famously responded to a question of whether Greedo shot first with an apathetic cry of, I don't care. Perfect Harrison Ford impression there. It's curious then as to why Ford joined the production of the seventh film in the franchise, The Force Awakens. Well, one reason is definitely monetary, as Ford himself has admitted in interviews. He was apparently paid a whopping $25 million to reprise his role as Solo, along with a share of the revenue. Think of all the planes he must have bought with that. There was another reason for him taking the role, however. Ford has always been vocal that he wanted the character to be killed off and urged George Lucas to write him out of Return of the Jedi. That wish was never fulfilled. That was until J.J. Abrams approached him with the script for The Force Awakens. Ford's wish had finally been granted. They killed off Solo. Not only did he get a sizable paycheck for the film, but he also didn't have to come back for another. It was win-win. Number three, Michael Caine starred in Jaws The Revenge so that he could build a new house and go on holiday. Remember Jaws the Revenge? It's that fourth and baffling Jaws film in which the shark is on a homicidal revenge quest against the Brody family because one of them killed his mate, yeah it was an odd one. With such an illogical narrative conceit, it's no surprise that the critics chewed it to bits when it was released in theaters back in 1987. And as it turns out, they weren't the only ones who weren't exactly impressed with the film. Well, actually, that might be a little unfair, since star Michael Kane didn't actually see the film when it came out, and hasn't seen it since. Kane admitted in his book What's It All About that he took the role because he wanted to finish building his new house, and that the fee for Jaws 4 was right on the money. Along with this, he stated that the prospect of a quick shoot, he was only required to film for a week, and a little trip to the Caribbean with his family was also enticing. On the film, Kane writes, I have never seen the film, but by all accounts it was terrible. However, I have seen the house that I built, and it is terrific. Right on the money with the impressions here today, guys. Number 2. Bill Murray starred in Garfield the movie because he misread the writer's name. Maybe the funniest entry on this list, the reasoning that Bill Murray has given for accepting a role in 2004's Garfield movie is absolutely absurd. In a Reddit AMA, Murray admitted that he took the role because he misread writer Joel Cohen's name for critically acclaimed director Joel Cohn, half of the Cohn brothers. He then flicked through the script and accepted the role, not fully understanding what it is that he was signing on to. The film's other writer, Alex Sokolov, refuted Murray's claim, stating that he knew exactly what he was signing up to. Sokolov believed that Murray was attempting to absolve himself from doing a film that was created to purely make money, along with distancing himself from the poor reviews. Who knows if Murray's story is true, but regardless, it is hilarious to envision. The first day on set must have been strange. Number one, Nicolas Cage starred in all those bad films because he spent so much money. This one is slightly cheating, as it's not just one film, but many. Nicolas Cage is one of Hollywood's most recognizable actors. He has appeared in dozens of films over the years, and is acclaimed for his dedication to the craft. He is also one of the most on-demand actors out there. The man is offered work at the rate of no other. Why? Well, because he'll almost always say yes. From Left Behind to Pay the Ghost, Cage has appeared in some staggeringly bad films over the last decade or so. While there are definitely gems among the rubbish, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and Kick-Ass, to name a few, Cage is now a mainstay in the director video section at your local supermarket. But why? Why does an actor as capable as Cage take these roles? The answer is money. But the longer answer is that Cage likes to spend money. A lot of money. Over the years, Cage has made himself a good amount of money, but instead of saving it, he seems to have blown it on every expensive thing that he can find. Purchases include a dinosaur skull, a pyramid tomb, a shark, a private island, a haunted mansion, and incredibly, that list could go on for so much longer. It's no surprise then that Cage has suffered from financial hardships and has to take on as many roles as possible, along with selling a lot of his assets off, in order to pay back his debts. Cage has also commented on the joy that he gets from being on set, believing that it gives a structure to his life. You keep doing you, Cage.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.